<laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the Eclectic Era podcast. I'm Checkmate, and I am here with one of my good friends, and also an artist, a vocalist, a creative mind. Yanni, what's up? Hi. Good to be here. <laughs> it's good to have you. Thanks for finally doing this. We've been meaning to record an episode for a long time, so it finally came to pr- fruition. Definitely. And I'm excited. Definitely. I love having guests on the show. I get so excited, I'm like winded already. So, <laughs> I wanted to talk about not only like what you've been up to, but also what you do and kind of like your inspiration and motivation behind your writing and your overall like brand excuse me but also like where you come from and i think your story is so interesting you're an immigrant just like me yeah i feel like we connect on that level just alone and we've obviously worked together in the past so yeah welcome to my room my tiny ass room, and let's just dive right into it. So, like, how did you get into music? Uh, so I feel like I feel like I've been into music for pretty much my whole life, I guess. But I guess that's kind of one of those things I'm just now realizing. Like, you know, I've been into music for, um, yeah, pretty much like, and weirdly enough, I've been into Western music my whole life. Mm. So I wasn't even really into like the traditional music that they played in my country. Like, you know. I was really never, so I never really saw like music as far as media in my country. You know, I was interested in other media forms. You know, I was in the debate team and stuff like that when I was young. But oh, you were? Yeah, I mean, there, yeah, it wasn't like a big thing, but like, yeah. But in school, you but, mean? But in school, yeah, there was like, we did like a little debate thingy, and and it was in English, and I was like one of the only people who spoke English really well, so they put me in it. And oh, I was an argumentative kid. Yeah. So, but. Um, as far as music, yeah, I used to just listen to, like, you know, whatever they played on TV. Like, it's a pretty different structure back in my country, but, mm-hmm. you know, being third world country. But we'd, uh, <laughs> you know, like, Britney Spears or, like, Celine Dion or whatever would come on. And I was super interested in that as opposed to, like, being interested in any form of music that was, like, being made in my country at the time. You know, Like traditional music. Yeah, like really, even even what they would, I guess, say modern music there mm-hmm. wasn't something I was. What super was it then, in. or like what is it now? Do you know the mainstream? I mean, it's not too even like it being mainstream. I mean, they do they do kind of do pretty well for themselves. So, you know? are there like big artists that are huge over there that are like from your country? Are we? Uh, do you know? Yeah, I mean, there's big artists like within my country. Mm -hmm. Um, And if they've ever crossed over, they've only really crossed over to the audience that's from my country, like out and about, you know, in different countries, Mm -hmm. but not really in like a global sense, like a, you know, actually broke out. Yeah, like internationally. Yeah. yeah. So if if they would do, for example, like there is artists that come out um, to America and stuff and do like festivals, like Eritrean festivals and stuff, but Mm -hmm. specific to the culture, like they don't, it's not like. You know, they're just playing like random venues and stuff. Yeah, not like they're on the iHeartRadio stage. Yeah, like. yeah. Yeah, that's so interesting. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of disconnected with like the music in my country now. Like I know yeah. some artists that are like pretty big, you know, but I'm kind of disconnected from it. So yeah, that's interesting. Oh, I wanted to ask you. So how did you learn English since you were the only English speaking kid in your hometown? Uh, yeah, I mean, 
so I come from like a pretty scholarly family, you know. My dad was like a, he was a teacher for 10, 20 years. He was a principal for about like 40 years total probably. He was a governor at one point, you know, and he was he was super into school, top of his class, like, you know, all that. So uh, we were encouraged to be, you know, studying and, and, and scholarly as well, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. But really, uh, I was just like a sponge when I was a kid. Like, I think... Absorbed everything, huh? Yeah, I think more so I ended up learning English the most from watching, like, a lot of movies and stuff when I was a kid, you know? I just absorbed all that stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I was really into Western culture. I was really into, you know, so that's why I didn't really mu- have, like, much of an accent when I first came here, especially. Mm-hmm. Like, I tell people, like, I only came two years ago, and they wouldn't believe me, you know? But then when you got to know me a little bit, you kind of see that. Like, I have a little, you know, uh, little, like, ticks here and there and not knowing the culture and stuff. And then, or, like, ways know. ways of saying certain words, pronouncing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. people tell me that, too. They're like, I would have never guessed that you were born in a different country yeah. or come from a different culture. And, like, you came here when you were 11. Yeah, yeah. 11 yeah. or 12, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. have I. I was, like, 11 in a few months. So, yeah, yeah that's super cool. Um, actually, Brian, Najay, you know of Nay-Jay. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah, came yeah. when he was 11, too. So, wow. anyway, that's crazy. Um Wow. So what's your biggest inspiration when writing music? Do you get inspo from, like, your culture at all and, like, your story as an immigrant? I don't know. I've always wondered that. Um. So I guess, but I think that's just my inspiration in terms of life. Like, I think, you know, my journey is, like, my inspiration in life. And mm-hmm. as far as pursuing music, as far as pursuing the, the business of music and as far as pursuing any kind of success, that's where my motivation comes from. But when it comes to just specifically the art itself, it's just a feeling. Like, I just love the feeling of music. I love, like, I feel like I've heard this a lot with other artists where they'll be like, I won't listen to any other artists and I'll just marinate on my own music and then I'll come up with an album or a project. And I guess I haven't, you know, dropped a project, like a lengthy project with like a whole arc yet, but what I do right now to get inspired is I listen to the music. I actually go heavy the other way around. Like, I'll just listen to the music I like, you know? I'll just listen to, like, a bunch of artists that I'm currently inspired by, the sounds that I want to emulate, mm-hmm. and then somehow, some way, something unique will just come out, so. Yeah, and your um, past few projects have been, like, super unique and, like, forward-thinking, I would say. And I really like your visuals, with thank you that's the, my boy uh whiskey sorry to yeah no yeah. that's so dope yeah, yeah. shout him out <laughs> fire yeah my boy cam he's a very talented individual so yeah it, it really flows well with like your new um w- new sound really because you used to call yourself a rapper yeah right course, you yeah. would like you was, well you would rap i mean i was rapping right that's like there. what you were doing yeah and now you're singing on all your latest tracks yeah. and singles. So how did yeah. that come about? What made the change? Um, I think as far as the way it really ended up happening, it was just a natural progression, you know, uh, just a natural kind of evolution, I guess you could say. Um, I've always been into singing, but I think this is like a common theme among people who sing eventually. Um, early on, you don't think you can sing or, or you don't think you might be able to do it right or 
you know, there's... So you don't even try. Yeah. And you, like, go the other way. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I've always been, you know, even early on, as even in rap, I wanted to be... Um, I wanted to be versatile, you know? I always wanted to be like, like I don't wanna just do one specific type of thing. I wanna be able to tap into all these different markets, mm-hmm. which is kinda why I ended up, you know, wanting to tap into the EDM market as well, cause mm-hmm. I don't see that happening in rap enough or in the hip hop community enough. I mean, it kind of is now more, mm-hmm. but you know, still there's like a big untapped market that I saw, so that's, uh, but as far as singing for me, I guess I sang for a really long time, you know, by myself and stuff, like, it, nothing serious, nothing I ever really, like, seriously did, but mm-hmm. I would sing, like, you know, you know, the uh, um, microphone app on the on the computer and stuff. I've got, like, tons yeah. of drafts <laughs> of me just, like, freestyle singing on random beats and stuff. From oh, a really? really? You should release some yeah. for fun. <laughs> if they're good enough maybe. to release. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Put it on OnlyFans. <laughs> Yo, that would be something. Yeah, yeah. did you know that now they're kind of like marketing towards artists? I've, yeah, I've seen that. Uh, one of the artists I actually follow, his name is Ali Tominique. Uh, he He's known mostly currently for being on Rhythm and Flow. He's like mm. one of the almost finalists on Rhythm and Flow. Like, yeah, I did watch that show. So yeah, I don't know who that. Uh, I have to look it up. Oh yeah, his name is Ali Tominique. Though I've been following him for a minute, but he made, he like, he's very talented. He does um, his own video editing, which like at a crazy level. He does like crazy VFX and stuff. Mm. And then he does. I'm pretty sure he mixes and masters everything, and he also obviously produces and. So he does tutorials on how to do that and how he creates everything and stuff on like OnlyFans. He has like OnlyFans for that. So I see a lot of people like taking advantage of that. And mm-hmm. It's definitely uh, not just girls, but like yeah. girls or guys. Yeah, it's yeah. for like any creative. So yeah, for that's sure. super cool. For sure. Well, I think we should play one of your songs. What do you say? Yeah. Okay, cool. let's start with Rooftop. It's one of my favorites. And my mom really likes this song too. Really? What um, can you give an intro to it? How did that come about? I know it's a collaboration. Yeah, uh, so it's a collaboration between me and a very good friend of mine. His name is uh, his name is Max, but he goes by Magnolia. This is mm-hmm. artist name. Um, and you know, Magnolia is a producer. I met Magnolia a very, you know, you know, a very good minute ago, like a few years ago. Uh, through a good friend of mine, his name's DJ, through the audio production classes at ARC. At ARC, yeah. shout out to ARC. So, um, and then we ended up uh, linking up, working on something, and he co-produced one of our early songs, and then that's how I met him. But then we reconnected a few years ago, um, again at ARC, in uh, I think MIDI class. Mm-hmm. And we reconnected, and after that, he ended up producing my first project ever, Apollo 2020. And then afterwards, uh, he sent me a beat pack. I sat on it for a while, and then I ended up going back over some of the beats, and the rooftop beat kind of stuck out to me. So, mm-hmm. you know, we did that. And then a very good friend of mine who produced my most recent stuff, his name is uh, Tony. He goes by uh, Lil Tone Making Slaps on everything. Hey, uh, shout out. Yeah. <laughs> He uh, mixed and mastered it, and then we put it out. It's sick. It's really cool from the cover to just the vibe of the song. I really like it. So here is Rooftop.
get it on my mind But I know that I need Feel like I've been doing time And I might be too greedy Oh yeah, too many times That you kept those secrets Feel like I've been on my mind And I think I know the reason Oh yeah That's enough said Enough said, enough said, now I'm okay, okay, okay Did you want that, want that, want that Get ahead of me, no way, no way Well, this shit don't make sense Stuck in my own ways, round, round, going circles Ain't about common sense, I don't really got the time for that Gotta get all of my mind for that Trying to gather all my fight for that Trying to get it on my mind but I know that I need Feel like I've been doing time And I might be too greedy Oh yeah, too many times That you kept those secrets Feel like I've been on my mind And I think I know the reason Love the song, everybody that's Rooftop. Make sure you stream it on Spotify, Apple Music. I mean, anywhere you can stream music, just go stream it. But I wanted to ask you, Yanni, because your last two visualizers for your songs, Alone and Rain, have, well, even the ones before, actually, have a certain theme with, like, space Mm -hmm. and astronauts. Are you obsessed with that kind of other world or... What's your inspiration behind that? Yeah, so, I mean, it kind of came up as, like, a a random idea when we were working on Apollo 2020, which Mm -hmm. is, like, a a kind of playoff, you know, uh, Apollo, what was it, Apollo 19, something like that? I have no idea. Yeah, it was, like, it was (laughs) the first moon landing or something like that. Yeah, Yeah, because you do have the astronaut head with the cover, yeah, helmet, whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah, um... So it kind of started off with that, even the name, you know, Apollo 2020. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it symbolizes just like, you know, I'm around this time just going out and like accomplishing something that nobody thought was possible. Because I mean, the moon landing, like leaving the Earth's stratosphere and going, you know, nobody thought that was possible. And I mean, some people don't believe it happened. But I know I was going to ask, do you yeah. believe it happened? I mean, are you skeptical about it? I haven't gone down the rabbit hole so oh, yeah you know to... I, I yeah I, th- I think it happened but then you know I'm not gonna die on that hill like right. I'm, not, I'm not worried about that like I'm not trying to like you know. prove anybody right yeah, or wrong yeah it's like anybody could believe what they what they want to and are I'm, you I'm a flat okay earther <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I do have very good friends that are that, that are, are like convinced though. yeah like very close friends of mine and uh yeah I mean I was convinced for a second, and then I'm like, I actually don't know anything about anything. The older I get, I'm like, I really don't know. (laughs) The less you know, right? The less you know. That's how you know you know more. The more you know, the less you know. I'm like, I don't know what's real, and I don't believe anybody, and I don't believe in anything. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's really cool, because um, lately, even myself, like, I've been super drawn into, like space and even just visually or like aesthetically I really love like 
galaxies and stuff like that, and I used to never be drawn to that, so I wonder, are we being controlled by aliens? <laughs> <laughs> no, but you see that it's so mainstream now. Like, yeah. UFOs. Yeah. It's, like, all over the news. Like, all the new uh, news media channels are, like, talking about it. Like, it's... You know, like, just a few years ago, they would make fun of people. 100%. Like, oh, yeah. you're crazy. You believe in UFOs. Yeah. And come yeah. to find out the U.S. government has been tracking them for, like, 70 years or something crazy like that. Do yeah. you believe in aliens? So, um, I'm a big fan of Joe Rogan. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a big fan of his... Or, let me say, I'm a big fan of his podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, yeah, me podcast. too. It's yeah. a, such a cool podcast. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I think he's a, he's a very good podcast host. And, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and I actually watched the Elon Musk ones. And I do kind of think that, like, to a certain extent, if aliens were here... I think one of the first people who would know, you know, Elon Musk, Elon come Musk. on, like he'd be all over. <laughs> unless, you know, unless he's like in league with them and, you know, he's a yeah. lizard man, you know, whatever the hell you want to say. Because what if he is? He is kind of the way he talks. And I think it's entertaining. Like he's an entertaining person, but he like, well, he's, fr- like he's this. Got, well, he's freaking like, he's like, he's from uh, South Africa. Like he's yeah. not even. So he has a so weird like kind accent. of accent. Yeah. And then I know that he has, um, he was on SNL not long ago, and that was, like, super controversial to even have him on, which really, I why? guess I'm like, I don't know why. I guess I am It's, like, probably all the Bitcoin stuff, I guess. He, like, <laughs> he like tweeted something. All the something stuff he and, triggers. And like, and yeah, like, he tweeted something, and then uh, Dogecoin just, like, fucking shot up. And shot a hell of people, like, lost money or something stupid. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I jumped on that, and I bought 16 Dogecoins. Really? Yeah. So I wonder... Am I going to get rich? Yeah. (laughs) It's potential. Maybe. So, yeah, he is, um, he's interesting, but he's entertaining, Elon Musk. So he is kind of like, what makes you believe that it could be real? The aliens are real? Yeah. He did Um, just launch a rocket to space, right? Wasn't it SpaceX? Yeah. I mean, he's he's working on a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I'm not keeping up on it currently, but he's trying to get to Mars. Mm -hmm. Would you go? No. <laughs> I think it's a bad idea. Just like, like, why would I leave my whole life here to journey six months to a desert planet? I mean, what if you could be like the biggest star there? <laughs> like the who? biggest, like the biggest star to who? The like the that rocks, would go. like the rocks and the frick. Just like you know, the it's aliens. like it's like it's like. I mean, to anybody who wants to go to Mars, I would say spend six months in the Sahara Desert. And then come back and then tell me you want to go to Mars. Or go to Vegas. Or go to, be there no, for go to six Vegas. months and you'll hate it. Um, every yeah. time I go anywhere where there's like a desert environment, I get a bloody nose. So I'm like, yeah, it's not for me. Oh, the heat. You know? Yeah, something. Ooh, yeah, something it is. Crazy. Yeah, the, the moisture or something to do with that. <laughs> I don't know. Something in the air. Something in the air. Okay, moving on to your next song because I want to play your last three singles because I think they're awesome and they deserve the most recognition you're so talented and i mean you you, because i told you before i mean even my mom like really is like a fan of yours because she loves your voice so dope so alone what's like what's your story behind that track does it come from a place of like sadness and like rejection or like where does it come from because some of my songs like i've i've written when i was like felt lonely and rejected (laughs) Yeah, um, 
Alone is more like, I mean, so I do this a lot with, with songs. I'll write something that seems a certain way, but it's actually like the opposite. Or, you know, like, for example, I have a song on my previous project, um, and it's like, it seems like it's talking about a girl, but it's actually just talking about me. You know, like I'm mm. talking to myself from a third person perspective type thing. So I do that a lot. Like, you know, it seems like a love song, but it's actually about like me chasing a bigger thing, you know, stuff oh like God, that. Oh my God, I love that. <laughs> so alone is actually like, you know, me kind of reassuring myself regardless, like, because I went through a lot this past year and, you know, we can get into that later. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I it was just kind of like, okay, that's like, I'm coming back kind of thing. And that kind of also seeps into rain because uh, rain is like a a reflection of what I went through. And, and, you know, it's like me kind of, I wrote it from the perspective of my future self looking back at everything that I went through. And like, that's what the song is kind of about. So, yeah, it's like a, you know, it's like I a like hopeful that. song. Yeah. yeah, you're like a phoenix. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's kind of like, yeah. <laughs> I can't be alone, do it on my own, but I'm on the road If I said it, then I mean it, don't know where I'm going, but I'm in the zone If I said it, then I mean it, ask me how I'm doing, said I was supposed If I said it, then I mean it, don't know where I'm going, but I'm getting close If I said it, then I mean it Never out of bounds, oh Didn't know the sound, oh You were never around, oh Tryna come around, oh I don't even know why you're in now Tryna get it all about my mental Worried out of fear now Tryna tell me what I should be I into I can't be alone, do it on my own But I'm on the road if I said it, then I mean it Don't know where I'm going, but I'm in the zone If I said it, then I mean it Ask me how I'm doing, said I was supposed If I said it, then I mean it Don't know where I'm going, but I'm getting close If I said it, then I mean it Ever since I knew what I want in the moment I've been making moves, trying to get all the motions If I knew the truth Try to appeal your emotions Now I'm on a new time zone Changing what I got time for Been working so hard so long I would never wanna be you I can't be alone, alone. Do it on my own But I'm on the road If I said it then I mean it Don't know where I'm going But I'm in the zone if I said it, then I mean it Ask me how I'm doing Said I was supposed If I said it, then I mean it Don't know where I'm going But I'm getting close I can't be alone Do it on my own But I'm on the road If I said it, then I mean it Don't know where I'm going But I'm in the zone if I said it, then I mean it Ask me how I'm doing, said I was supposed If I said it, then I mean it Don't know where I'm going, but I'm getting close If I said it, then I mean it
everybody that was alone by yanni make sure you stream it everywhere again on spotify apple music what's your favorite platform for music streaming so yeah currently it's spotify for sure i mean apple music is dope because they pay more mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's just from an artist perspective um as far as like a consumer I yeah. have Spotify on my phone. That's all I use other than, like, YouTube. And I only use YouTube on my PS4 to, like, watch videos and stuff. So mm-hmm. as far as streaming music goes, Spotify is the way for sure. So everybody go to Yanni's Spotify. I'll link it in all the descriptions below, whether you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or YouTube. It'll be below. So just check that out. Um, Spotify is cool. I mean, it's definitely gained, like, way more traction over the last, like, five years when I started putting out music, I did not care about Spotify, and I don't know why. I was just, like, shooting darts into the dark, I guess. Like, putting out music at first, you know? Because I had, like, no idea about anything. I had an yeah. idea about something, but, like, not the extension of, you know, what all goes into really, like, having a successful release and how much, um, like, money goes into that, really, and, like, in all aspects, you know, not just, like, creating the product but like overall marketing and stuff. So yeah, that's interesting. Well, you are an independent artist. I am. Mm-hmm. Um, which we love an independent artist. Um, what's kind of like your dream label to get on? Or do you even want that? Um, so in the future, definitely, uh, definitely see myself either being on or partnering with a label. Um, Cause you know, at one point, like with the SoundCloud, you know, explosion thing where everybody was just like getting the bag and leaving. Um, I think that was like a huge moment where the labels kind of fumbled the ball and they didn't really have any control. So mm-hmm. and with that and then afterwards, like the DIY era just like took over. And right now it's like even stuff like hyper pop is like very DIY oriented and it's becoming a very big thing. So, mm. you know, the label kind of the label um i guess the traditional label like outlook kind of changed from what it used to be yeah it's like not really necessary anymore because anybody can like it is necessary in a way but anybody can put out music right exactly so um i mean you know early on labels were really like you know the biggest two things with labels was um distribution and then also marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think labels are only good for marketing now. You know, you could distribute independently yourself, obviously, as you know yourself, you know, mm-hmm. um, as you have done so for the past however many releases. Right. Um, and it's so much, like, in a way easier. And you feel um, way more in control when you have your hands on everything. For sure. Agreed. That being said... Um, the climate is changing again and I think labels have kind of regained control to a certain extent and as far as promotion I mean yeah you know if if I don't know you know everybody has their own journey differently but the way I've kind of you know dealt with it and kind of diving into promotion my own self and having to make the connections myself and all that I think labels are to a certain extent necessary if needed at the specific times and specific settings and I guess it is what you want to do with an art as an artist yourself mm-hmm. but um I kind of see myself like I re- like I want to get big you know like I want to get to a to a point where not it's too all big you do 
Like, yeah, exactly. You want to do music full time. You want to live that life. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Like I want to, you know, I want to be on tour. I want to be able to collaborate with bigger companies and like clothing. You know, there's a lot of ideas that I have. So I see myself getting big. And I think the easiest way to get big is to partner with a label. Now, that being said, you have to, you know, you have to bring some kind of leverage to the table which is what I'm currently That's the key on. word, though, is have, and that's what they taught us yeah. at ARC, yeah. too, is having leverage. Mm-hmm. When it comes to the point and you get approached by, like, a big record label or you're sending a song and whatever, they want to sign it, it's like, okay, well, this is how it's going to go. You, at that point, have the leverage as an artist because mm-hmm. you're bringing in not only the product, but then also if your brand is on point and you do have followers and you have people who will stream it and you know, you kind of have that track record to prove it. Mm-hmm. And I think a good um, example of this is Russ. Mm-hmm. Like when mm-hmm. he Agreed. really blew up is he already had so much leverage. So when he got signed with, and I don't even know if it was Sony or what uh, huge label it was. it was Atlantic or something. I Atlantic Records. I it, yeah. yeah. I don't know. So just a big, like a giant mm-hmm. label. Mm-hmm. He he was the one who like called the shots and that would be such a good place to get to so i agree with you and like i kind of know um what you're striving for so that's dope and shoot for the stars because i see you getting huge too especially with your talent and your singing voice um i even compared you to like russ and yeah 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 i i thought like you have that kind of vibe and i feel like you will go far so yeah i can't wait to see what all you do and all the stuff you put out now, Rain, you said the song kind of stems from your experiences over the past year. Yeah. Do you want to get into that? Like, yeah, what yeah, specific sure. experiences? Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, so over the past year, you know, my life changed in a way that, like, I never saw coming. Um, because of the pandemic or because of personal? So, personal. yeah, actually, the pandemic didn't really affect me all that much, um, especially initially. Uh, I mean, I still we still don't know exactly what it is, but I went through this uh, like stomach issue, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, it started off, you know, as like it seemed like a stomach bug or some kind of like a like a, a flu food, or something like a food poisoning, food poisoning or something. Yeah, and then it just kind of didn't fully go away for a very long time, and been dealing with like you know health issues in terms of that and kind of figuring out what the issue is and then you know the I mean the health department the the health system in America is pretty broken Mm -hmm. so when I didn't have Medi-Cal at the beginning it was pretty hard to deal with so you know I mean all in all it was a pretty traumatic situation to go through it was pretty traumatic uh events scary yeah but um I'm definitely much better now so I can really look at it from like a third person perspective and reflect on it and that's kind of it's kind of the idea of rain and, 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 you know, me kind of giving myself that, like, okay, like, in the future when I'm back to normal, you know, looking back and kind of looking at myself and telling myself, all right, like, you learned something from it. Mm-hmm. And all that being said, as negative of a, of a, you know, experience as it was, it definitely did a lot of positives, like, through it, I ended up graduating, you know, I ended up... Uh, Congratulations. Thank you, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, I ended up, 
you know, putting out some of the best music I've ever put out mm-hmm. to date, you know, gaining some of the biggest traction I ever have to date. And it's not that much yet. Like, I'm thankful for it, but still. But it's like you're leveling up, but, so. Yeah, but, but I've, you know, I've moved, I've moved the fastest this year, so. You know, ups and downs, and uh, that's kind of that's kind of what rain's all about. I guess you can't have everything, huh? Yeah, can't be talented and you know be on the rise and then have perfect health. Yeah. Oh, is it too much to ask for? No, I feel it like it's so scary, or it must be scary. Like something's wrong, and then like you don't really know exactly how you can you know fix it, or yeah, and it's like trickling down or just like hanging on. So. Yeah, I think of it as, like, energy, too. Like, something's just attached and... Mm-hmm. <laughs> For sure. Um, partially, I think so, you know. It's, you know, also the lifestyle I was living, the type of people I was around. I mean, you know, I wasn't around too many, like, super bad people and stuff. But, mm-hmm. you know, it just... I always knew, like, in any situation, you know how you're always told, like, your parents tell you, like, the traditional thing of, like, oh, surround yourself with people who you want to be like, blah, 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 but it's, like, it's mm-hmm. never really that easy, you know, especially if you're just dropped in a place and you're just, like, all right, make friends, you're just going to make friends with whoever fits, especially as a young person, mm-hmm. you know, but I knew eventually that, you know, um, maybe not everybody would always be in my life, you know, and... Like the friends that you had? Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly, so... Maybe, you know, maybe I wouldn't be always hanging out with them. And eventually, you know, we're going our separate paths. And it is what it is, you know. Um, I'm still always going to have love for those people. But as you grow, you're not going to always see those people. Or maybe, you know, things change. It is mm-hmm. what it is. But uh, after the this year, really, it just kind of expedited everything. I, you know, went fully sober and as a result like stopped hanging out with 90% of 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 the of your like that I used of your circle yeah so sober you mean no drinking or no drinking smoking everything everything yeah. completely nothing congratulations thank you that's amazing so <laughs> yeah. you haven't drank in how long if i can ask uh definitely like over a year and 3 months at least yeah dang so you should have like um one of those like coins or like a medal like every year you do it like yeah, I made like it the one AA year stuff. yeah <laughs> yeah alcoholic anonymous not yeah. that you you know had a no, problem no. <laughs> but I, I am so Im- like I'm impressed by that and I wish that I could stop drinking well it's like I know I can but I guess having a reason to like yeah I need to stop kind of thing for my health because I want to get better and be healthy that would motivate me 100% it's like hell yeah like take it away like I never want to see mojitos again (laughs) for sure that's uh that's pretty much kind of the idea behind it you know I've been having to be super careful with food you know Mm -hmm. let alone any other substances so uh I just cold turkey everything and then you know it's not like I don't miss it and it's not like I'm not gonna get back to it Mm -hmm. but even when I do get back to it, I think it's going to be different. I think, you know, it's not going to be... Because I was kind of letting myself go there for a little bit. Like, I was gaining a lot of weight. Like, I also lost a lot of weight, which, you know, it, it kind of turned into a little scary situation because I lost too much weight, but I'll be fine, you know. Yeah, I mean, um, you look healthy. Yeah, yeah. I, I, feel I know good. what you I mean. Like, 
Yeah, you cut all that toxic stuff out of your life, and then, like, yeah. a lot of people drop weight when they stop drinking. For sure, yeah. That's, yeah. That was, like, and I've always had, like, a high metabolism. I think mm-hmm. that's a part of it. I mean, they're trying to figure out whether, you know, it has to do with the stomach thing. But obviously me not being able to eat, you know, greasy, super dirty Super, like, calorie-dense. Yeah. Yeah. And also just not being able to eat, like, a ton of food all the time and, mm-hmm. like, you know go to a show and then come back and eat Denny's at 4 a.m. and then go right to bed. Oh, you know? what would be your order at Denny's, like your typical back then? Um, I'm trying, oh, it was the sirloin steak with the, <laughs> instead of fries, I'd get mashed potatoes and gravy. So it's like a heavy, like, Super, meal. I've, bro, I can't do <laughs> snacks. Like, I cannot do snacks. I love meals. Like, I love, and that's kind of been one of the hardest things to just not be able to have is being able like having to eat first and foremost just having to eat the same things every single day was torture for a really long time Mm. it taught me discipline for sure because i mean monks do this like it's whatever you know they go out to the himalayas and they just eat freaking raisins every day and they meditate you know and they don't care and it's like i place too much value yeah, they'll just eat, like, just grains and raisins and oh, whatever. And, wow. And they'll just, like, breathe air and just not eat for how long meditating and stuff under trees. Fasting. Yeah. But it is but actually like, good for you. But, like, there's people who go for, like, I mean, this is, you know, getting into the territory. If I didn't see it with my own eyes, I just kind of believe it because I've seen mm-hmm. what the, you know, the type of people they are. But, like, there's this guy named Sadguru, and he's, like, this monk guy. And I think he's, like, an Indian or whatever. He's pretty big. Um, and he like went months or whatever, just meditating under a tree, no food, water, nothing. Oh no, I don't believe that. He must've been sneaking water cause you wouldn't survive. How would you survive? That's just one of those things, you know, it's one of those things. Oh, maybe he's like supernatural human. I, well, it's, it's one lizard. of those things where it's like, so for example, um, you know, I don't know if you know who Wim Hof is. I don't know no. if you ever heard of Wim Hof. Okay. Well, I'm also the worst with names. So I don't remember any, like, names You're good, from yeah. the history. Wim, no, Wim Hof is, like, a current, like, huge... He's, he's, like, known as, like, the Iceman. I don't know if you ever, like, watched Vice or anything, but they did a Vice documentary and they did a, a Yes Theory documentary with him. You should and you he's, check out that. I need to. So he's an Iceman? He's what that known mean? as, like, the Iceman, but he does a lot of stuff. Basically, he came up with this breathing method where if you do it, you can emerge, like, you can, so I think it's, like, five or ten minutes in ice-cold water or below freezing, and you'll have hypothermia. Well, he's been underwater for over 20 minutes. Also and not breathing. Fine. And he was fine, yeah. And he does it all the time. Not and breathing. But, but, like, it's not just him. He mm-hmm. can literally train people in a few weeks to do it. And if you watch those documentaries, what I'm telling you about, it's pretty crazy. Oh, I need to check it out. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a trip. Wow. And then... Another thing is he did that breathing method and, like, some kind of meditation through it. And he taught, he took, like, a few people with him, like, a few random people with him for, like, a week or two or I don't know how long. But they then injected them under, like, supervision from doctors. They injected them with neurotoxins and they were able to fight it off naturally, like, just using the breathing method. And stuff. It's weird. It's some crazy stuff. Wow. So there's a lot of craziness out there if you know where to look, you know? Yeah. Well, that's interesting. I did hear about, like, this breathing method. Um, it was like a yoga breathing method. I guess it was supposed to make you, um, you know, stay underwater for hella long. Yeah. Um, and there's this one place in Sacramento, actually. It's like uh, the floating tank or 
No, it's Asha Asha Urban Baths. Have you heard of that place? No. It's in Midtown. It's like a place you can go to. They have sauna, steam rooms, and like jacuzzi. Super plush. Yeah, check it out. That's a nice place. Okay, for sure. And some person was trying out this technique and drowned. Yeah. Killed himself. You gotta be... Yeah, you can't can't play. Because what happens is... uh, I mean, the idea is pretty simple. Um, David Blaine uses this as well. Mm-hmm, you, the magician. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Is, you know who that is? Yeah, he's like, yeah. So <laughs> he's he's used the same method to uh, do you know crazy like you know underwater techniques and you know feats. But basically, the idea is you um, exhale. I think if I might butcher this, but it's like you exhale more than you inhale. Or something like that. Mm. Or you inhale more than you exhale or something like that as you breathe. And then, uh, so the idea behind your body freaking out and needing air is actually not because um, you have too little oxygen. It's because of the buildup of CO2 in your lungs. So Mm. if you over inhale oxygen and exhale all the CO2, it takes longer for the CO2 to build up. So then you're able to, you know, not breathe for longer. But... If you have too much of a CO2 buildup, you'll you'll pass out, and if you're underwater, you'll drown as a result, mm-hmm. obviously. So that's that's the that's the kind of idea behind it. Dang. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting that you know that. So are you trying to stay underwater for a long period of time? No, I've <laughs> I've tried the method though, and I have. Yeah, and it's like normally without the method, you could probably hold your breath. I mean, depending on if you smoke or not, depending on whatever, if you're mm-hmm. how active you are, you could probably like hold your breath for like a minute, you know, and then your body will freak out. But if you do it, you could stay like three minutes, easy. Nothing. So have you timed it? Yeah. What's the longest yeah. you've done? I think I had like three and a half minutes. No fucking way. Yeah, yeah it's easy. You could do it. Really? Yeah, anybody I don't do want it. to. Yeah. I freak out. I'm claustrophobic though. No, I feel you. I mean, like yeah, weird. it's a it's a weird <laughs> method because then after you release, you're supposed to like exhale because what you hold in all the breath. No, no, no. Wait. Yeah. You exhale all the way. So normally before you, you go in. So, yeah, normally, I mean, it's not underwater or anything. I literally just did it, like, just sitting. Oh, sitting, not underwater. Yeah, just, but uh, the idea is normally you're supposed to hold your breath, right? That's what, like, so that means you breathe in and then you hold it. Well, with this method, you're actually supposed to exhale all the breath and then you won't feel like you need to breathe for a really long time. And it is kind of freaky because you're like, bro, am I going to, like, do this till I pass out and not think I'm going to breathe. But, like, you're fine. Your I body just knows. tried it for three seconds, and I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> you, well, you have to do the breathing method first. First, before you try Yeah, you, you take very big gulps of air, mm-hmm. and then you exhale it. And, and, you know, Wim Hof's method has, like, a lot to do with, like, cold exposure as well. Like, it apparently, like, awakens something that's, you know, dormant in your DNA or whatever. That's, like, When you're a in a cold climate. Thing. Yeah, it's like a it's like, like a survival freezing. thing. It's like a survival thing. So just even mm-hmm. doing cold showers when you do it and stuff, and then people can eventually get into like longer cold exposure and eventually slowly get into, you know, just like going into ice water and stuff. Mm-hmm. Easy. And I cold mean, po- athletes do it all the time. Oh yeah, it's so beneficial. It has like so many benefits. Have yeah. you done a cold plunge before? Hell no. This place, the Asha Urban Bass, where someone died, great oh, promo man. for them. Right, right. They have a cold plunge thing where you okay. go and it's like deep and you it's like a square, oh, you know, little. It's like an ice bath. And it's an ice Woo! bath. Yeah. But it feels so good. Really? Have you done it? Um. Yeah. 
I've done wow, it. Okay. I like cold plunges because, like, I'm from, you know, I grew up in the mountains where it, like, snows, like, five, oh, six months okay. out of the year. Wow. So I am, like, I can be outside in the cold and I'll be freezing, but I'll feel really good. Interesting. So, yeah, my body's more, like, adapted to the cold climates also because I'm, like, so fair and, you know, like, oh, it all, all yeah, ties yeah, yeah. in. I can't. I can't Genetically. Cold. I, I, I cannot. I <laughs> do not like the cold. I mean, also, it has to do with the fact that, like, I mean, also, like, you know, i never seen snow. To this day, I've seen snow now, technically. In Tahoe. Have you been to Tahoe? I've been to Tahoe, but I, we, we left right before it snowed. Oh. <laughs> so, and that was, like, years ago. So... I've never, like, officially seen... I've seen snow. Like, we drove to L.A. Uh, my 21st birthday, mm-hmm. and I saw snow, like, through the window, but then it wasn't, In like, L.A., it, out of all the places. We were on our way. Yeah, I know, right? We were, like, <laughs> on so our way funny. driving to L.A., and it was, like, 6 in the morning, and then, you know, there was snow on these mountains. I don't know where, but... Mm-hmm. But you weren't, like, in the snow, like, actually, like... No, no. Okay, well, I'll snow. have to take you. For sure. Um, I gotta do that. There's not much snow right now, because it's June, but yeah. definitely in, like, November... Yeah, I'd be down. Totally. Okay, well, let's play your song, Rain, because I love that song, too, like all your latest hits, <laughs> your latest singles. This is Rain, everyone. Make sure you stream it everywhere again, but let's get into it. I don't wanna fight no more. I don't 
It's kind of like the question when you ask someone, "Do you have a favorite child?" Oh yeah, that's kind of a that's kind of a good comparison. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, I mean, I, I don't have a kid. I've never had a kid, so I don't know. If not people, yet. <laughs> I, not yet. You know, potentially, but I don't know if people like get tired of their kids or something. But like, you get, oh, for sure. You know I'm how sure. that you know that meme of like uh, you know. I mean, how do you feel about your own songs? You know what I, I mean? I feel like they're babies. I feel like every time I put one out, it feels like I'm giving birth. Exactly. Like a full-term pregnancy. Yeah, and it's just as stressful, I feel like. It is. Well, yeah. we'll see. I don't know. I guess I'll know. I'll let you know once I have right, a kid in right. 20 years. <laughs> when I'm way too old to have yeah. one. Um, do but... you... F- yeah, sorry to cut you off. Do you feel like a pressure to... Uh, like societal pressure to get married and like have kids. Um, I mean, I know you're young. Yeah, not really. I don't really care. Like, I've never been the type, and I do come from a place where it's like, um, you know, a lot of societal norms and stuff. But I don't know. I just I've always been different. I've always been like against the grain. Like, I don't really care. Like, mm-hmm. I just want to do what I want to do. Like, no one ever saw me making music. You know, like all my brothers and sisters are like. You know, like my bro- I have a brother in England who's like works for um, pretty much like the FDA of like London, and then mm. I have a sister here who I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say this, but she works for the government. Um, and you know, I have good for them. Yeah, so it's like you know, nobody ever saw like anybody from my family just like doing music. Like I have, I have a cousin, and he mm-hmm. makes music, and that's like what he did. But he was like playing the organ, and then he transitioned into becoming a manager and stuff but it wasn't that big of like because it's in my country you know it's not mm-hmm. really like as huge as yeah you know, but, but there is like some interest in like your family like somebody else is kind of like creative too like your cousin yeah yeah but out of your siblings because how many siblings do you have five uh, yeah five other five siblings. and they're all over the world I know that yeah, like your yeah. sister is here but then in yeah. England, you said, then you have another one back home. Yeah, and I have a sister in Kenya, and then uh, I have another sister in Sweden. So, they're so like cool. all over the world. Yeah. Wow, so yeah. cool. It's a trip. Um, I hope you can, like, go and visit them. Yeah. At some point, you know. Definitely, yeah. I mean, I'm not sure how much I even, like, I would like to have my sister kind of you're like, yeah, I don't even want to go. <laughs> no, like, sweet. I don't know how much I want to go to Sweden. I def- I went and visited my sister in Kenya mm-hmm. uh, years ago. I still haven't gone to London yet. I want to, like, do a tour there. That'd be great. I like, think Sweden tour. would be dope. They're, like, Americanized. They're yeah, not? They are, but ever since the ASAP Rocky incident, I don't know if you know about that. Oh, he got Su- locked up there, yeah, didn't he? Yeah, Sweden's boycotted. Nobody from America is doing Sweden. Oh, nobody? Nobody's messing with Sweden. Everybody. Sweden's, uh... Per- There's also, like... I mean, this also ties into, like, you know, rappers just bringing weed with them and da-da-da and having entourages well, yeah. and getting... So, you know, I'm not gonna blame everything on Sweden, but... they have, like, laws and... Very strict laws yeah. in place. But, mm-hmm. you know... You know, I, not every Swede is, but... 
you know, I hear they're pretty racist over there too. It's like oh, it's no. a pretty strict. Uh, See, and I heard the opposite, which is so funny. I heard that Sweden is like so forward thinking and they they try to be like America, America, basically. They have a lot of like Americanized shops and like um, restaurants and they're like super into American culture. So that's interesting. But, you know, the racists are everywhere. Yeah, um, I've just heard a lot of like horror like stories, like bad stuff. Just a lot of horror stories wow. from like people who did tours there and stuff. I'm 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 open to going to Sweden for sure. You'll Definitely give it a shot if it, I would, <laughs> if it presents itself. But but it would, uh, you know, I'd have to like do my my research and my homework first. Yeah, and don't know. bring any weed. Yeah. <laughs> not. yeah. Well, and you're sober, and so. I don't smoke, so. Yeah, so you're that good. You're safe. Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. Um, yeah, like Czech Republic, they're really strict too. Like, I mean, weed is obviously illegal mm-hmm. and they're like still like pretty against it, I would say, over there. Um, super strict laws. Like, so Europe is just kind of like that. Because back in the 90s, like, um, well, not even in the 90s, but Czechoslovakia, like they separated in 1991. And, um, it was also because, like, all the freaking countries there, like, really don't like each other, which is so weird. Like, in Europe, there's, like, so many cultures and languages and, you know, each country, it's, like, its own world. But they kind of have beef with one another. And they're kind of, like, I guess a little racist towards each other. Yeah. Yeah, so. A little, like, territorial. Mm-hmm, a territorial, yeah. It's, like, you're, you know, you're Polish and... <laughs> You don't belong here in the Czech Republic. So, yeah, there's a lot of that that happens. Um, I know last time when we talked, I was, like, super obsessed with, like, Supernatural. And I think we talked about, like, weird experiences, like, if anything's ever happened to you. Um, And you did mention something. So I don't know if you want to elaborate, but, like, have you ever had a weird paranormal experience? Um. Yeah, yeah, I have. I've had I've had some I mean not not personally to me, but like you know, I've had stuff happen to uh, members of my family that, you know, like I had a member of my family like possessed, you know. And this was back sure. home. And this was um yeah, it was yeah. Yeah, they came back to to kind of visit us and a lot of stuff happened and uh yeah, it was some pretty it was some pretty crazy experiences and wow. You know. There's so a lot you've of like, seen like a possession or an exorcism? Exorcism? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Like it was a it was a trippy uh, experience. Definitely. Like I've. Yeah, it's a weird experience to kind of talk about, but um, you know, there's a lot of like untapped energy in my country. I feel like you know, there's still like a lot of really old monuments, and mm-hmm. you know, it's not like a very modernized place. At least it wasn't back when I was there. So, you know, we were told a lot of stuff as kids and we were told to stay away from certain things and this and that. And, you know, you kind of look at it as like, oh, it's just folklore, you know, whatever. Like myths and legends or whatever. But there's always truth to every, like, rumor. Exactly. So, you know, uh, yeah, like, you know, certain, certain members of my family used to you know, be super into the kind of religious aspect of things. And there was, like, monks and stuff that used to come to my house. And, you know, now, like, now growing up, looking back at it, like, you never really know what all those people were really up to. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? You kind of just believe, like, oh, they're, 
you know, they're godly people or you're just told that they're like, oh, they're, you know, they believe in God and they're, mm-hmm. you know, these priests and this and that. But then, like, you grow up and you're like, whoa, like, why are these people doing mm-hmm. what they're doing? And, like, who are they really, you know? And you think about it. Yeah, you think back at things and you're like, hmm, I don't know if this was all that I thought it was. Yeah, exactly. That's so interesting. So do you know of, like, this new movement um, and I hope I'm, like, saying it correctly. There's, like, how the new age spirituality is, like, demonic. How, like, you know, tarot cards and, like, crystals even. and Which I love crystals. But even, like, astrology and everything is, like, a distraction. And it's, like, demonic because it's the devil trying to distract us. And have you heard of this? It's, no, like, the new age new. spirituality. How... Like, moon rituals and, like, people meditating, like, how that's, like, evil. Like, basically everything's evil and um, what you should do according to, like, this new movement is just, like, become a Christian and worship, you know, Jesus Christ. And everything else is, like, demonic. (laughs) Which, yeah, it's so, um, it's, like, interesting to to think about. Because, I mean, like, for sure certain things, like, maybe could give you that vibe, you know? It's, like, witchy and... Like, even astrology. But I'm so into that stuff. Like, I love it. Mm -hmm. I love... I don't know. Are you into astrology, reading your horoscopes and shit? (laughs) So, um, I have a lot of friends who are. um, And, you know, they kind of tried to get me into it. I've never really been super into it. So, I just, you know, like, I downloaded this app for a little bit. And it was, like, Mm -hmm. telling me all kinds of stuff. And I was like, okay, this is... You know, it's like, you know, even if it is real, for me, it felt like, you know, skipping, like chapters in your own book and like trying to read ahead you know what I mean like why should I know I'm just gonna live like I'm just gonna live and let you know let live you know so uh, that's my perspective on it I have nothing against people who do um Mm -hmm. astrology only thing I do have something against (laughs) lay it out (laughs) is is personally like I'll have I've had like you know experiences where like I'll go out and like females will be like what's your uh what's what's your your zodiac sign sign? and that's like my biggest pet peeve and it's like (laughs) Believe what you believe, but then, like, I've been judged, like, misjudged as a result of, like, where I, when I was born, like... Oh, because like, of the time? it's, like, so weird. Yeah, like, the time or the and month the, and or the whatever. Place. And they'll be like, wait, when, when, you, when were you born? And I'll be like, oh, like, January. And they'll be like, oh, my God, Capricorn. And it's like, bro, I don't even know what that means. Like, you know? It's like, either yeah. get to know me as a person or or don't, you know? It's right. Like, well, some people get, like, so into it where they listen too much to, like, what the internet says about their sign and their sign's compatibility with other signs. So that's probably what the girls are like. That's an issue. Oh, my God. Because I've been, fr- I mean, I've, I'd like to think of myself as, like, a very outgoing person. And I'm very friendly with a lot of people. And I tend to make friends with all kinds of people. And I've made friends with people who are, I guess, out of my sign or whatever the hell. But or Out not, of your not compatibility, yeah. Yeah, whatever the hell. And then, like, when I talk to those people, because those people believe in that, they'll, like, usually there's, like, always an excuse. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, but then your sun sign is this because your moon sign, I don't know. Or you're rising and you're descendant, yeah. Come on, you know, like, come on, you know, so I don't really, that's, that's really the only thing I have, like, an issue with personally, but. Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with people doing whatever they want. Because people can get, like, too radical in anything they get into. So it's, like, some people just get too much. My biggest thing is, like, when people start, um, when I'm, like, having a conversation and then people are, like, yeah, and I had a, you know, argument with this person. It's because 
in my sixth house, there's this planet. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> checked out of the conversation. Like when you're listening, what? but you're like, what the fuck am I listening to? Um, yeah, so that's yeah. always like my favorite one. The one it's like my sixth and tenth house is in no, Saturn and I've never even heard of that. That sounds like just like some Harry Potter. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like it's like too wacky. Um, it can be, or maybe they think that we're too wacky because we don't get it. You know, the sixth yeah, house, maybe, seventh house. Maybe, but I just I prefer to judge people on their um, personality. Like even if it is a cheat, even if it really was real, and you know maybe it is. Let's say it is, mm-hmm. um, just for the benefit of the doubt. I'm not trying to, like, offend everybody, but yeah. <laughs> even if it is, like, I would rather go the long way. Like, for example, you know, when I play video games, if I buy a video game, I want to play it the way it was made. Mm-hmm. Not, like, I could download cheats, but then, like, what's the point of playing, what's the point of buying the game in the first place? You want the whole experience, so I want the full experience of getting to know the person, the the old-fashioned way, you know, mm-hmm. and like actually... Not needing a, a lay, like, a kind <clears throat> of a blueprint of that person or what, yeah, like, their sign like, says about them. That's know. interesting, because your birthday is what day in January? Second. Mm-hmm. I'm a Capricorn, I guess. Yeah, you are. Yeah. My sister's a Capricorn. She's the eighth. Okay. So I know a lot about Capricorns, yeah. and we're not compatible. Sorry to tell you. See, like, <laughs> and, we're, and we're really good friends, so it's like, you know... Yeah. There you um, go. It's, it's all bullshit. Yeah. Astrology's bullshit. <laughs> so. <laughs> no, there's so. some truth to, there's truth to whatever you want to, like, believe sure, in. Sure, sure. Yeah, for sure. So with these, like, supernatural experiences, <clears throat> like, kind of going back to the demonic possession, because that's, I'm literally so, in, like, <laughs> into that stuff. Um, have you ever had sleep paralysis happen to you or anything like that? Yeah, I have. Um, but... I never saw like demons or anything like that. Like a like lot of a people, figure yeah, in people your, say like, oh, like a, I saw like a faceless figure and he held my foot and all these things uh, and like it's funny. never yeah it's never happened to me. But I also think partially, I mean, there's I watched like a video actually of this guy who does uh, lucid dreaming, and I was super into that idea for a while. But you know, it's a gr- it's like a very interesting thing. Like lucid dreaming is so a whole interesting. Thing. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know. I don't know yeah. how much you know about that, but. Uh, I'm into it. But it's just, it's a trip to try. Cause I Have tried you tried it. it? Yeah, I tried it. And it's if, like I freak out every time. So I can't. Like I literally freak out every single In time. In the dream? No, like before I get to. So what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to keep your mind awake while your mind, like you're so tired, your body's falling asleep. But you're supposed to like s- find a perfect balance of keeping your mind awake while your body's falling asleep. So staying lucid, that's what, lucid dreaming. And the idea is your mind is then aware of your consciousness, but, dude, it literally feels like, it feels like taking too many sleeping pills. Because it feels like, because what happens is your body starts releasing, uh, what was it, melatonin mm-hmm. into your, like your brain starts releasing uh, melatonin into your body. And then it's paralyzing your body <laughs> and you're feeling your body being paralyzed, basically. But you're wide and, awake. But you're wide awake, but you're aware of it. Maybe you're not wide awake, you're like half asleep, but you're aware. You, yeah. You're like thinking to yourself, what the hell? I'm being paralyzed right now. That and is then, scary. And then what happens is you start to vibrate. I don't know if that happened to you, but it, you vibrate really hard, and that's the part I freak out about. I can't let go. Oh, like that's I, so I, interesting. I vibrate and I wake myself up instantly. I'm like, I can't do that. So that like, like my heart will just, like, yeah, my heart will much. just palpitate. I'm just like, nope, I instantly. So I haven't gotten past that part, but 
Yeah, you're supposed to. But apparently, if you let, you know, let go, and you let your body fall asleep while you're still aware, you're gonna go into like, you know, it's like darkness. Apparently, you feel like you're floating, and then darkness, and then you're like in a dream, and then you could do little things to like make sure whether it's a dream or not. So if you do this in a dream, it goes right through. Or like if you look at yourself in the mirror, you don't look the same. No, that's or like you look at your hands. Yeah, you look at your hands. I've also done that. I've so I've lucid dreamed in a different way where I fell asleep and then realized I was that dreaming. That you were dreaming. And then, like, I was somehow dreaming, though, about my childhood dresser, and we had this huge mirror, and I was a kid, I guess. And I walked up to the dresser. I don't remember if I was a kid, actually. That, that, that like, yeah. But I opened the dresser, and there's a window, or there's a mirror. mirror. What did you see? Oh, and, my gosh. And I looked at myself, and I c- don't remember. Like, I couldn't tell. Like, it was. it was like... I wasn't disfigured, but it wasn't me. Like, there was something different. Did you have a face, or were you, like, faceless? I don't fully remember. Like, it, was, I, it was, like, weird. And then and then I, I, I was like, I'm dreaming. And then something told me, a friend of mine did lucid dreaming a lot. Um, he's into all that, like, meditating. He's went very deep, actually. If you ever got mm. to talk to him, you would, you'd be very interested. Oh, I'd love to. It's crazy, the stuff he, uh, but not to get too deep into that. I looked out, and so he told me one of the tricks is you look down at your hands, and uh, you'll have way more fingers or not enough fingers. That's another tick is like to find out whether you're dreaming or not. If you look at your hands, if you realize you're dreaming, instantly look at your hands and you'll see more fingers. And that jerked me awake. I couldn't keep going. You're like, oh, what the fuck? I was like, ah. Wow, so you were like there, almost there. Almost there, yeah. I've realized I was dreaming, but I couldn't control it in my dream. So that's the weird thing is like, that's happened to me before too where it's like I try I'm like I'm dreaming so I try really hard to control stuff and I and it happens but it takes way more effort I think it's like if you lucid dream though mm-hmm. like if you're lucid apparently it's like way more clear so you're like remember your dream like it's and you're you're in there like it's like a game like a video game or like you're in there like you know ready player one yeah. <laughs> so, and and you can control stuff way easier and stuff apparently I don't know but mm. another thing this guy was talking about was if you look in the mirror and you talk to yourself, you're talking to your subconscious. So normally there's only one part of your mind that's active when you're asleep and that's mm-hmm. your subconscious. But so your conscious mind is dormant, which is why you you're just a you're just a character in whatever your conscious your your subconscious creates. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You you have those memories, you have those you live that life, whatever you're doing, you're doing in that moment. So if you're running away from demons, you don't remember that you're asleep. You're just you're just doing your thing you know what i mean so but apparently if your conscious mind is awake with your subconscious mind you can like interact with it and it's like this weird paradox of like being able to talk to yourself and yourself talks back and it's a conversation rather than you thinking so it's like there's things being thunk that you never actively thought so it's like but I don't or know. Or there's how like that they're is. so suppressed in your subconscious. Yeah. Like, do you feel like dreams give you messages, or do you think it's just like mm. that part of your brain playing out whatever? Um, I think it depends. Like, you know, when I went through what I went through, um, with not being able to eat and stuff. Like, when I'm hungry, like I'll dream of eating hella food. Really? Yeah, and it's the horrible torture. <laughs> and like, I'll wake food up, I'm you like, can't eat. Yeah, like just it's sushi. It's not like veggies. Spicy. And... Nah, yeah, it's like <laughs> spicy, just like sushi pizza, just greasy burgers. Like, I'll just eat all this crazy stuff. And I'll wake up, I'm like, 
yeah, okay. You're like you fucking know, good joke. Yeah, I'm like that. thanks. Yeah, I'm like ah, good joke, dude. Good, good. good <laughs> yeah. Thanks for that. Like thanks a lot. Yeah. So I think uh, I think it could be a, a bit of both. I don't really technically believe that like if there's you, specific keys in your dreams that tell you mm-hmm. the f- future nothing crazy like that but i think your subconscious mind takes in a lot more than you know because you know it's just taking in every bit of information and you're not aware of all of that you know so the part of your brain that's aware isn't mm-hmm. uh, necessarily or like a lot more than you admit to yourself maybe yeah yeah maybe so you know so. yeah um like for example you know if you're th- if you're dreaming of someone are they thinking about you like that kind of thing? Yeah. And I, I've read a lot about that and it's like, no, it's basically you need to like let go of either a certain feeling, situation, person. And I mean that's just according to like sleep yeah. or dream, um, what do they call them? Like not theorists, just researchers, I guess. But yeah, that's super interesting. Um, you're teaching me a lot. What do you have coming up? Is there anything you have coming up into the world soon? So, um, nothing. <laughs> um, nothing. So period. No, so, so nothing is in. Uh, <laughs> Me too. Is in uh, the, you know, written in the stones, as mm-hmm. they may say. But you know, I got a few potential collabs um, coming through. I'm gonna talk to you about actually after Aim. this. Um, yeah. So that's that's something, and we could probably for sure work on some new stuff too. Yeah, um, we should. We definitely should. And actually, yeah, I've been I've been kind of trying more so to uh, do singing on on collabs with EDM rather than than rapping because mm-hmm. early on, um, I didn't have like somebody I trusted with my singing vocals at the time to like you know when I'm doing collabs but right now I kind of do so it's like that's that's kind of different nice. so we're you know we'll, we'll talk more about it after oh this. I'm excited but uh other than that I've been working with a very good friend of mine his name is Payne P-A-N-E and uh he goes by Oxane it's a group name that he's currently doing mm-hmm. uh and yeah we got like four songs out right now so if you guys search up like Yanni Payne you know, on YouTube or something, it should should, should pop, pop up. up. Look it up, stream it. We love it. Yeah, I'm excited. Like for for what's next? If you're gonna like what you're gonna do, are you gonna put out singles? Obviously, like putting out singles is probably the best thing. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the that's the idea. Yeah, you know how it goes, and uh, as far as like marketing wise, and even like ensuring that each song gets like the most exposure and the most plays, 100%. you probably want to do singles rather 100%. than an album. Yeah. But it would be fun to put out an EP. Like, I'm thinking about that. You know, For like. Sure myself like Mm -hmm. oh it'd be fun to put out like a bigger project more than two three songs um in one but from a marketing perspective it's always best to do singles yeah i agree i definitely would love to do a project but i think that's kind of later in the cards for me right now i'm just Mm -hmm. personally going to focus on singles um you know yeah like you said it's much easier and much cheaper to market but also it's smarter if it is cheaper because you can definitely like sink more money and time and energy into mm-hmm. one thing and then it'll get way more you know way more of a bigger result and, and yeah. outcome 
and I think it's easier for consistency too because if you yes. make like like five you can songs, release you know? way faster, like put out projects yep. way yep. Um, yep. quicker, yep. which is yep. good because that helps with like everything your engagement and can we talk about how shitty algorithms are and especially yes. on Instagram like honestly yeah. I I'm like fuck Instagram first of all they don't show my post to like any of my followers it's only like because you ch- you can check if you have like a business page linked to Facebook it's like your shadow band or something with business pages yeah by the way. it's so fucking weird there's like this weird thing going on I heard it was like they're like they like shadow band business accounts I'm because like, they want you to promo. spend money yep, on yep, promo yep, yep, yep. and while that's wonderful to utilize that when you have like a project out mm-hmm. who the fuck wants to pay every time you like post of something yeah. just to make sure people see it like yeah it's kind of a robbery and i don't like that instagram also you know how you can like watch people's stories and then respond with like an emoji whether yeah, like it's the yeah. fire flame or whatever yeah. for weeks they took it away from me and i don't know why and i would like restart the app redownload it, it was so that's weird, yeah. Weird things have been happening, like, on certain um, stories I can't even comment. Or not comment, but on certain stories I can't even message them. Like, the message bar is gone. Oh, you know why that is? Why? So you can do that, too. If you don't want just anybody to message you from your stories, you it's uh, you literally can... in the settings. Oh, okay, okay. I didn't and, know that. But some people do it accidentally. Like, mm. there was a friend of mine, too, and I was like, I can't, like... You know, there's so many, like, he would post memes, and it's like, there's so many things I want to respond to, and I can, and it's, like, too much work to, like, go to the Instagram. Yeah, and, like, send it to him so that you can, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he was like, I had no idea that I had this blocked or something. That's weird. Um, But, yeah, that is weird with, like, the business accounts and the engagement, like, going down, because I've definitely, like, noticed it, and not just, like, recently, but, yeah, it's, like, so sucky. Um, TikTok, though, are you on that at all? Uh, so my music is available on TikTok. Yeah, well, and, great. Yeah, and uh, I do have a TikTok account, although Are you I TikTok not, dancing? No. Busting it? I have not busted any dances. <laughs> I have not busted open any, uh, you know, none of that Dance so challenges. Far. Yeah, I've, I try. It's always like the... Yeah, the... It's like the weird <laughs> arm thing, yeah. Yeah, um... So, no, I haven't done that yet. I haven't really cried. I mean, they say it's, like, it's a much easier, it's a much friendlier algorithm on TikTok. I know a lot That's of people what I hear. just, like, but I also see a lot of, like, it's, like, a very uh, flaky kind of, like, you have to be consistent on there for you to get consistent, like good post engagement. post every day or every other day. Yeah, and, and you got to be, like, very consistent with it. I mean, the type of content that blows up on there is just too radical for me. Like, it's just too out of I don't know and then like mm-hmm. you know I want to do the whole like you know a uh, stitch thing where like people like put up a beat and then you stitch like yourself rapping or singing to it I definitely want to do that but I, my phone sucks it's yeah so bad. I gotta get a new phone I gotta get like iPhone or something get yeah get a new up- updated phone so you can do that because yeah. that would be really good for you actually 100% that would yeah. be a really good idea mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because so many songs, like, went viral, or so many people went viral because of that, and then yeah, it actually sure. turned into a song. Like, I don't know if you follow, um, oh my gosh, not Paramore, Papa Roach, that band Papa Roach. Yeah. So there's this, like, new young kid, and I don't, I can't remember his name, but he basically did a um, re, like, release of the song. What's their, like, biggest song? Papa Roach. They have, like, um, cut my life into pieces. pieces. 
Yeah, so he did, like, he was on that, and they did a whole new release, like, in 2020, and this young kid's on it because it went viral on TikTok, but he did, like, a duet on Stitchers. Uh, Is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah. that's, yeah. So that's crazy. And he kind of, like, you know, they blew him up pretty yeah, good because of that. Sure. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's super cool. Yeah, that's, it's a very interesting, I mean, it's, it's the way to go for sure. It's definitely something to hop on right now. I just haven't found the niche that I could mm-hmm. definitely carry out yet. And that also not having, like, a really good phone definitely... Like, it's a setback. Idea. My phone is yeah. a piece of crap with peace and love. It's a <laughs> piece of junk. Like, I need it updated, too. I have, like, an iPhone 8 Plus, but I guess that's way old, and I'm like a dinosaur because I have it because the new iPhones don't have a button, and it's like they don't even tell you how much percentage you have on your battery. It's really fucking weird. Dude. They do some weird shit with the iPhones. That's another thing I kind of hate about iPhone. I, although I'm hearing that they're, I don't know if they already have switched to C-Type. So it's like, that's the... C-Type? I have no yeah, idea. What like, is that? It's not the... They're no longer using the old, like, little, like, iPhone charger. Now it's like the one that charges way faster. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a new one. Well, yeah. that's good. So that, so, you know, when, if they already done that, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to get on that. Because that's the only reason why I like my phone is because, like, it lasts... Hell along, and I literally only mm-hmm. takes me like twenty minutes to charge it. Like wow, like thirty minutes, and like my phone will be charged. Like if I'm in a hurry or something, I'm good. Because you're good. I, you I don't just, have to worry. And it could last at twenty percent for like Ever. at least an hour, two hours. Yeah, and mine will die randomly now. And oh, I guess no. every time they put out a new like um, model of an iPhone, they the, start the conspiracy is yeah, yeah. No, that's real. That's yeah, it's, got, it's like, like a confirmed up. conspiracy. Yeah, they, like, got caught up. Yeah, because everybody else's phone will, like, start to slow down yeah, yeah. with the older models. So, yeah, wow, interesting. Well, thanks for coming on to my podcast. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me. I haven't talked to um, anybody that I've had on for this long, so this is cool. We are, we are at, like, over an hour, which is impressive, and we can just keep talking and talking, but for I'll sure. have you back soon if you're willing to come on and 100 down we can discuss aliens and demonic possessions or whatever else let's do it let's do it all right well yanni thank you for coming on again everybody be sure to check him out on instagram spotify soundcloud apple music youtube i will like everything in the description below and i'll see you in the next episode <laughs>